Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garland. And I'm Mike Spring. You know the uh, expression, you're never too old to learn, okay? I've or heard that. You can teach an old dog new tricks or something like I've that. I've never heard that one. No, no. Well, anyway, <laughs> um, I had such fun interviewing uh, the gentleman we're going to uh, listen to today because he came up with a couple of ideas that I hadn't thought of yet when it came to marketing. And you know, not that I should know it all, right. but uh, but I was just thrilled to talk with someone that's, that's you know pushing that envelope a little bit and having some fun. And so we're going to talk with uh, Jim Dennison today. Yeah, Jim is actually, uh, he's a real great guy. He's a longtime listener, a uh, friend of the show, if you will. He writes in semi-regularly and gives us some good questions that we've answered before and always sends us some nice feedback and keeps us up to date with what he's doing. And he's found a lot of success so far as a voice actor. So we thought, hey, who better to share their story with you, our listeners, than someone who's out there, you know, doing this professionally. And here's another gentleman that's from a background that you wouldn't normally think think of when it comes to voice acting, he's a minister. You know how we've talked about how people come from, you know, different backgrounds, everything from doctors and lawyers and Indian chiefs, that's an old expression, um, you know, to, you know, here's, here's a guy that um, has no problem getting up in front of people and, and ministering, and uh, now he's turned that into, uh, you know, quite a successful voice acting career. So here is Warren's interview with Jim Dennison. Well, Jim, thanks for joining us uh, on this week's podcast. Great for you to take some time out of your busy schedule and uh, and share with us what's been going on. How have been things been? You okay? Yeah, man, it's been going great. Uh, just am loving developing this uh, whole thing as a business, and um, uh, just uh, glad to be talking with you and, and Mike and, and sharing uh, some of the things that are, that are going on with me. Well, that's terrific. You, you trained with us a couple years back, back in 2012. Uh, what, what drew you to uh, voice acting originally? Because you're a minister, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm a pastor for a church in the town where I live, and uh, so I've got about, you know, 30 years worth of, uh, lack of a better way of putting it, professional speaking experience. So, okay. Um, always been a bit of a ham and... Uh, <laughs> bit out there, but, but uh, you know, really, it started uh, uh, back when my brother was going to college at the University of Florida. He was majoring in television and radio broadcasting, and he would come on, home on the weekends and do his laundry, but he would tell me about his classes, Yeah, and uh, so, uh, you know, that got me interested, and, and I've always kind of dabbled in, in things, but uh, what really caught my interest is... Uh, when I, I got a notification in the email that says, uh, getting paid to talk. And I go, ooh, you know, I'd like that idea. <laughs> and so I uh, ended up um, uh, attending one of the uh, introductory classes. Uh, at that particular point, I, I was just not able to uh, move forward, but I wanted to keep the dream alive. And so uh, largely through you and Mike and the podcast sort of keeping me encouraged and listening and getting advice and, and hearing other people's success stories, um, it was, uh, I think in, yeah, 2012, mm -hmm. uh, there was another class actually here in my hometown, ended up going to it again. I said, I'm ready this time. Terrific. Uh, enrolled, got, got everything rolling and, um, mm -hmm. uh, here we are today. Yeah. Got, uh, got the training, the, got the for, training that you needed, right? Yeah. I got everything I needed. What, what was most impressive to me about it all, um, was that, uh, I was, uh, yes, you, you explain, here's, the technique here. Here's what here are what people in the voice industry, voiceover industry, are looking for. Mm -hmm. But uh, a great emphasis was, you know, why are you doing this? Yeah. And you do this because you want to 
uh, make money at it, and you want to treat it as a business if, if that's sure. your if that's the goal. Right. And so uh, through the suggestions of marketing and such, uh, I finished everything out in October of 2012, I believe it was. So I set my set sights on the beginning of 2013 and started putting together marketing packages and and uh, uh, websites and you know that kind of thing that right. I knew I needed to have. Uh, and then I went into 2013 with the idea that I was not going to get a single job. I was just going to put myself out there. I was okay. going to send out my CDs. I was going to introduce myself to people in, in, in any way that I could. Sure. But uh, it ended up, I ended up working just this past year for over 20 different companies doing voiceovers. It's far-ranging from Florida to North Carolina to California Texas, uh, even India, Saudi Arabia, Singapore. So it, it's, it's nice. been a fun ride. It really yeah. has been. Yeah, sounds like it. So you set a realistic goal. You said to yourself, if nothing happens in, in this first year, there, there's nothing wrong with that. You've heard us talk about how sometimes it can take a while to get that uh, that first gig. And by you know doing everything right leading up toward, you know hopefully, obviously, getting that first gig, it happened for you perhaps a little sooner than it does for some folks or maybe a little later than it does for others. Yeah, and, you know, to, uh, Ward, I made a, a conscious decision. I was going to market myself uh, regionally. Good. I was going to start right here in my hometown Good. and uh, then kind of spread throughout the county. And that's where I sent my first demos out to. And, you know, it, it's kind of a serendipitous thing almost. But um, one, one of the responses I got back from a, uh, a demo being sent out was a guy who is a website developer. He says, well, I'm not even really doing that business anymore, but let's get together for coffee. We got together for coffee. And as we were talking about things, he said, do you know about the networking groups? Uh-huh. in our area, and I'm going, what? <laughs> um, and so he got me plugged into several of these, and you start meeting people. Right. And when you start meeting people, you don't know what, you know, one thing is going to lead to the next. So, you know, for example, I met this one lady who was the head of a small business alliance group, and after one of the events, she said, hey, you want to go with me to uh, my book club tomorrow? And I go, no. <laughs> um, but anyway, I recanted, and I emailed her back and said, yeah, I'll be happy to go with you tomorrow. Yeah. And it turned out to be at a bookstore that is owned by, I won't say who, but an internationally famous author wow. who has something like over 400 million books in print. Wow. And so I'm, you know, I'm trying to figure, okay, I can do audiobooks. Sure. Um, but, I, you know, that's... That, for me, was a class above me, but there are people who are attracted to her, uh, to this author, that, uh, you know, who are small publishers or they're authors themselves mm-hmm. of works and, and such, and they may be w- willing to get into things. And so, sure. you know, you just go along it for the ride and ride the wave. And, and there you go. Look for those kinds of opportunities. And, and as you found out, it's not always exactly what you know. Sometimes it, it's who you know, and sometimes not who you know, but who the person you're talking to knows. Oh, so, exactly. You, you exactly. Just, I'll go to uh, a business card exchange, for example, and, uh, you know, two or three days later, even a week later, I'll get an email from somebody that I just happened to run across. And, oh, by the way, you need to contact this person over there, over here. And, wow. You know, they remember you. Yeah. It is great to be able to walk into meetings like that and hand somebody your business card, and then they'll look at you and say, that is the most 
interesting thing that I've seen around here for a long time. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize how when you tell someone you're a voice actor, the, their, their eyes light up. They go, oh, I don't think I've ever met a voice actor before. Tell, exactly. you know, tell me what it is that you do. Um, you know, some of them have no idea what a voice actor is to start with, but but even if they know what it's about, it, it immediately opens up some discussion and, and avenues that you never know where they could lead. Yeah, exactly. And when I introduce myself, I usually wait for them to ask, what do you do? And yeah, that just yeah. opens the door. It's receptive. I'm not go. trying to push myself on them. Sure. But uh, when, they, when they hear voice actor or voiceover talent, uh, you're right. They, they just have this wonderful reaction to that. And then they have all kinds of questions that you can help answer for them. So what kind of jobs have you had so far? What kind of stuff have you been doing? Oh, my goodness. Uh, I've done a lot of uh, radio ads for a, a smaller radio station. Cool. Uh, here in the area, I've done uh, voiceovers for websites. One of the most interesting ones was a, a kind of a semi-political ad uh, in North Carolina. I, I saw the casting notice for it online, and I, I said, well, let me give this a try. They were looking for uh, an authentic North Carolinian accent. <laughs> I said, well, you know, doggone it, I'm a son of the South here. So um, let, let me give this a try. And so I read the casting agent's email back to her. And so she wrote back. She says, I got a chuckle out of that. And, the script. <laughs> and so uh, it turns out they were looking nationally, but they were actually looking for somebody born and raised in North Carolina wow. to do the job. There you go. And so uh, yeah, I did it. Two, three days later, I got an email. I got the job. Wow. And I called her up immediately. She said, you got to know, you beat out at least a dozen people Isn't from that North nice. Carolina. Isn't that nice <laughs> to hear? Yeah. And Jim, I have to compliment you on the on having the smarts or the wherewithal to just send in your recorded voice reading her email back to her. That is such a clever thought. And and something that now I'm going to remember because uh, you know you, you just you need to do something to well, grab great. yeah you need to do that's something great. to grab somebody's attention yeah. right and yeah. and, and it, so what and, a great way to just, do that just to describe some of the uh, just very quickly yeah. kind of some of the other stuff as sure. well please um, you know it I've actually done uh, some on camera stuff wow um, yeah it, you know I found out about uh, you can play extras sure on, uh, television programs and films in mm-hmm. the area that. Uh, uh, need that kind of thing. I don't do it to be on camera. You know, sure. Uh, I, I don't know how you feel about it, but you know, I kind of feel like I have the voice, I have the face for voiceover. Right? <laughs> and um, but when you when you go on these on these locations, you find yourself meeting an awful lot of interesting people. There you go. And uh, they again, they know people if they don't immediately need your services, and you make friends with them on Facebook, social media, that kind of thing. And it's it's just wonderful. It's opened up a whole new uh, world of, of relationships and contacts and just meeting fascinating people out there. But uh, there have been probably four or five different cable television shows that I've been on, just kind of in the background. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was asked to audition and uh, actually got the part for what is supposed to be sort of a, a major motion picture release over the next several years, but I ended up turning it down. Uh-huh. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, like this week, I'm going to be on the set of an HBO program. And But, you know, for me, it's not to be in front of the camera uh, like it is for maybe, you know, film actors, mm-hmm. television actors. It, it's who you get to talk to. It's a marketing tool. Wow. Again, another great thought there, Jim. These are things that you're bringing to our audience that we've really never discussed before. But, uh, gosh, the doors that could open for you just by being in the right place at the right time with the right people. 
Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Now, now, Jim, I have a lot of fun when I get behind the microphone, or obviously I wouldn't be doing this for 45 years. What, what are you finding the mood when, when you're working? What are you finding the mood to be? I, I'm finding people, particularly in this industry, uh, are just always very upbeat. I don't think you ever walk, I've ever walked into a depressing situation. Good. Um, and, uh, of course, a lot of the work that I do, I do here at my little home studio. So I, I'm excited about what's, what I'm putting out there. It's a fun environment for me uh, because you know when you buy yourself in your little your little booth here, uh, you can sort of get wild and crazy and have some fun with it. Mm-hmm, all. Mm-hmm. Now, has there been anything but, that has surprised you about uh, voice acting? Things that you didn't expect that have kind of uh, stick in your head? I think the most surprising thing is you know the, the receptivity um, that people have for what you do, um, and that again, is, is a delight because, you know, people like to be liked. I like to be liked. You like to be liked. <laughs> sure. And um, uh, so that, that has been kind of a positive influence in my life from, from, from day to day since I've really gotten into this as, uh, as a business. So, so where do you see yourself five years from now, say, if you look down the road a little bit? Where, where do you think this is all heading? The goal I have right now is I would really like to immerse myself more in the audiobook industry, and uh, in fact, I have a, a fabulous coach uh, whose name you would know, and in fact, who's been on your podcast recently, um, and uh, you know, when you, when you find people like that who are living in your own hometown and you had no idea they were there, and you're able to make that kind of contact, if they say, if they look at you after the very years of experience and say, hey, look, uh, here's what I want you to do. Uh, I want you to save your pennies. I want you to join the Audiobook Publishers Association. I want you to go to their convention in New York in May. And, um, you know, here's, here are the steps we're going to take uh, to kind of build your resume, to get you ready to be introduced to audiobook publishers that I've been working with for the past 10 years. <laughs> well, there you go. You follow that lead. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and so and so. Really, to answer your question more specifically, five years from now, yeah, I would like to see my daily routine largely being taken up with uh, audiobook recordings. Um, and uh, uh, but secondly, you know, I for every every opportunity that I have to to do voiceovers of, of various kinds, I would like to do that. Uh, one of the things I is kind of another marketing tool, but. At the same time, uh, I want to give back. Um, Boy, that's so nice to hear. If I, if I walk into uh, a business card exchange uh, meeting and I find somebody who's working for a local nonprofit mm-hmm. of some kind that you know I think is something good, not you know necessarily political or anything of that sort, but sure. you know uh, an animal shelter or something like that. Right. I say, hey, by the way, if you ever need my services, you know I do those kinds of things for free. There you go. Um, not that I'm trying to give away my. Services no, I understand. But, but what I know is, is that those people who work with those kind of organizations are grouped up with others yep. who are in business. You got uh, it. Who do know other people. Exactly. So if you can do something that gives back or that helps them first in their business rather than you just coming up to them and saying, hey, you know, got some business for me, you know, it just makes a huge difference. What advice would you give to somebody just starting out? Okay, think back a year or so back when you were just starting out. What uh, what what could you help uh, the average person just getting started with? Uh, what what are your thoughts? I think the best thing, the best advice I could give, uh, and it, I think has worked for me, is number one, go into this with a very positive attitude. Expect things to happen for you. 
But number two, lay the groundwork. Get the necessary resources together, including your marketing materials, everything from your CD or your demo uh, done right. Uh, make sure you've got a great-looking website that's functional, easy to navigate, those kinds of things. And be consistent in how you present yourself and how you market yourself. Uh, do those things regularly. Send those demos out regularly. Send follow-up on emails. Find somebody, everybody that you meet at, at, at some sort of gathering. Uh, if you've got their email, send them a little thank you note that says, you know, just glad to meet you. If there's any way I can be of help to you, just let me know. And just then sit back and keep on training, keep on learning, find those people that can, that can t- continue to be helpful to you and help you develop um, really as, as an artist as well as a business. There you go. Hey, Jim, this is terrific. Thank you so much for your time today. You've, you've opened our eyes to a couple of things that uh, even I, after all these years in this business, you know, hadn't thought of before, and uh, that comes from experience, and we appreciate you sharing that experience with us today. Well, my pleasure, and um, I will continue to listen to the podcast, and uh, I'm sure uh, gain some great inspiration as time goes by. Well, thanks, Jim. We appreciate it. Take care of yourself. Good luck. All right. Thank you, Warren. Well, Warren, another great interview. Uh, I think Jim shared some terrific insights. The, the thing that really impressed me was the idea of going and doing, you know, extra work, background work on like film and TV sets just to meet people to network with. I mean, yeah. th- that's really brilliant. Really brilliant. I like that too. So thanks again, Jim, and good luck. Continued success there. There's one thing that all the voice actors we interview, Mike, seem to have in common. They started by learning all they could about the business before diving in. And for that reason, as you know, voice coaches offers a single evening adult education class called Getting Paid to Talk. It's a straight scoop, if you will. Let's try it again. It's the straight scoop on what voice acting is and is not, and the class is offered through universities, colleges, schools, and recreation programs across the U.S. and Canada. Who knows? We might be in your neck of the woods very soon. That's right. The week of February 24th, we're hitting almost every corner of Michigan. Although I don't know if it really has, like, corners per se, because it's kind of a... Rounded. Isn't it the glove, the hand? Yeah, exactly. Or is that Wisconsin? No, that, no okay. you've got it right. I get them all mixed yeah, up. Uh, we'll be in, well, whichever corner you're in, we'll be there. So we've got <laughs> classes scheduled for Ann Arbor, Davison, Dearborn, Holt, Birmingham, Eaton Rapids, Battle Creek, Lake Orion, Grand Blank, Rockford, Caledonia, St. Clair Shores, Whitehall, and good old Detroit. I think that's all the towns, actually, <laughs> I think in, uh, we've in Michigan, got Michigan now. Michigan that I think covered, about it. Yeah. yeah. We'll also be making stops in Marblehead, Mass, outside of Boston, and South Brunswick, New Jersey, that same week of the 24th. Find out when and where we'll be near you in the coming months by calling us at 866-887-2834. Wait a minute. I get I get every single town in Michigan, and you get Marblehead and South Brunswick? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah. All right. Uh, you can also email us with any questions, comments, or topic suggestions you might have at podcast at voicecoaches.com. In between our podcasts, you can also follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. And if you, like Jim, have an idea about marketing yourself or anything you'd like to talk about, you know, again, with the uh, voice acting in mind. We're here. We're, we're great receptors for that. Yeah, and I mean honestly, it could be about things other than voice acting, but I don't know that we'll have any particularly good insights to share, so Probably let's not. stick with the voice acting. And we'll do this again next week if you'll join us then. Thanks. Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information. Ministering, is that a word? I ministering? Is that a, I'm asking, I don't know. When you're ministering to someone. Oh, yeah, that yeah, makes sense. Yeah. It just seems unwieldy.
Yeah. Minister ring. Minister ring. Minister ring. That's four syllables. That's not too bad, I guess. If it was five, <laughs> I, I would I give it a hard time. I do five. That's right. I mean, exactly. Five is my limit. Yes. That's okay. very serendipitous. Ha ha. It fits. See, we both had a count there. Plus, <laughs> like, we got our fingers out, like, serendipitous. I took a chance that it would be. And it paid off right. in nothing. But it paid yeah. off in my mind, so... And uh, now he's turned that into, uh, you know, quite a successful voice acting career. That's right. <laughs> you have Sorry. no idea where yeah, we're going with I really this. don't. Well, Warren, another great interview. Thank and you. I think Jim shared a lot of... Did you hear that? I hit the, I hit the Did mic. You? <laughs> no, I missed it. Uh, one of these days it's going to hit me back. <laughs> I'm sorry I abused you, Mike Stan. Thanks again, Jim. Great job. Well, there's one thing do, that... Do that. Thanks again, Jim. It sounded very uninteresting. Okay. <laughs> You're like, thanks again, Jim. Great okay. job. All right. And if you've got ideas that Mike and I haven't thought of before, please share them. Yes. <laughs> please do. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. <laughs> I don't know either. Let me, let Gangbusters me, do, let me, way let me to refer it. it back to okay. Jim, okay? Yep. And if you, like Jim, have ideas about marketing that you're not afraid to share with us, please do. <laughs> We're always open to new ideas. Sorry, my pop screen was falling yet again. That one wasn't my fault, though. It's the pop screen. And if you, like Jim, have some ideas that you'd like to share about marketing, we're here. We're just, we're receptors. Mike and I will just, you know, take that information and share it with the world. I don't know if I've ever been called a receptor before, but but I like it. (laughs) I don't know where to take that either. (laughs) Am I a visual receptor or an auditory receptor? I don't even want to go there. You know, I'm glad that you you quickly went from one sentence to the next earlier, because when you said, there's one thing that all the voice actors we interview seem to have in common, I was going to jump in with chlamydia. <laughs> but before I could, really? you went, they started by learning, I just, you know. That's I, the I don't, first word that came to your for mind. For the record, I don't believe any of them have chlamydia. <laughs> I'm just saying, I thought it would be funny. Uh, and sometimes I like to try and mess you up. <laughs> that would have done it. <laughs> Not that you need the help. Yeah, right. Ooh. Ooh. But you're right, I can screw up on my own very uh, easily. Not yeah, I wouldn't know anything about that. Yeah, right. <laughs>